the Banowitz Podcast. Welcome back to the Banowitz Marketing Podcast. We're joining you for the first time ever via Zoom since uh, we are all uh, working from home in today's uh, day and age because of the health issues that our world is experiencing right now. And we are, Jen and I are super excited to be hosting this podcast with the one and only Jamie Swanson. So thanks for coming on, Jamie. And for those who don't know who she is, so Jamie is the owner of both uh, of the personal branding photography course. And uh, originally, prior to that, she uh, was the owner of uh, MarketTog, which is retired. Is that correct, Jamie? Yeah, I mean, it's it was a marketing course. Mostly everything was at the Modern Tog, which is the website with all the, the stuff on it. Sounds good. We are super pumped. So Jen and I are like super fangirls of Jamie, and we are so blessed to be able to have her on our podcast. <laughs> and our first Zoom podcast at that, too. So. <laughs> so Jamie, why don't you why don't you introduce yourself a little bit and tell us what you've been up to lately? Um, well, I have been learning how to run an online business during all of this isolation stuff and um, just trying to figure out what the new normal looks like. Honestly, I had just gotten my business transferred from like a launch model into more of an evergreen model. I literally launched my evergreen with a live video the day after everything shut down. So like, right as everything was closing and people were being told, don't go to school, don't do this. Um, and that was just the day that I happened to have on my calendar to do that and was expecting that to really do well. And it didn't because none of my people could go and work and like, just see, like, I've been learning how to live this new normal. That's really what I've been working on. If you want the honest truth, that's been my focus for the last month or so. And I think a lot of people can resonate with that. Oh, totally. <laughs> it wasn't convenient. Why can't we schedule this and plan for it? <laughs> so, Jamie, uh, tell us a little bit about your family. So, I have six children, ages 14 through three. Um, I homeschool by choice. I know many of you are crisis schooling or, you know, homeschooling because you have to right now. But um, so, I homeschool them in the mornings. And then... I um, got a husband, we've got a dog. We live in Northern Minnesota on Lake Superior in the woods. So it's a pretty nice remote place to be, especially right now. I can get outside without having to worry about running into any people. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I love to quilt. What do you, what do you want to know, Sarah? <laughs> I like rainbow. You got a little bit of rainbow in my hair left. It's, it's, it's Corona fading right now, but we're... <laughs> One of the things that I love about you, Jamie, is that, so before you became an entrepreneur, you were an actuary, mm -hmm. and so, and you're also a creative, so you're a photographer, and then a quilter, and a business owner, and uh, one thing that our audience needs to know is Jamie is amazing with business leadership and marketing. She's, she's excellent in, in that, and, um, and Jen and I both have really um, been blessed, and our lives have been touched by your skills in those areas, so we really are thankful for that. Oh, it's been fun to get to know you and work with you these last couple of years. Um, and I really like how you balance the two. So, you know, an actuary has to be very structured and detail-oriented, yes. I'm assuming, mm -hmm. and then pairing it with the creativity. And I think that's one of the things that I really resonate with you is, like, balancing the creativity with the structure. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, it's something that's really neat about you, Jamie. And, oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so what products or services do you provide, and how is this changing 
Um, so I'd like to, I'd like our audience to, to get a little bit of history on, where, on how you got to, 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 to this point today and then how are things changing with this whole COVID-19 crisis? Sure. So I started the online business in 2011 after my photography business grew really fast. I was a photographer, that's where I started. And I had other photographers asking me, how in the world did I do that so quickly? I was able to go from not being known anywhere to completely fully supporting our family in 19 months and leaving my actuarial job. And um, so I started the Modern Talk in 2011 and I just taught any photographer doing business, which at the time was super niche because everybody was doing camera reviews and how to take better photos and whatever. There was literally 20 people or less <laughs> just the business side of photography. And over time that became very saturated, um, super saturated. We, we grew really fast and then we started to see our results kind of decline um, and started to decline pretty significantly. Like I think 2013 was our high year. Two years after that we had, we had dropped to almost half of what we had been making before. And then we knew that we had to change something. And so uh, my husband and I were talking and trying to figure out what to do. And, um, you know, I kind of wanted to start working with entrepreneurs, but I didn't know what I would do there or what I would teach there. And it really shook my confidence, but um, just kept moving forward and taking steps. Sometimes I think when we're stuck, we don't keep moving because uh, we want to figure it all out. And you just have to keep moving and trying stuff until something really sticks. And one day I was like, well, okay, what's working in our market right now? Like the people who are really crushing it have personal brands and they are the face of their company. Now being a mom with six kids, I did not want to be the face of my company. You know, there's all the safety stuff. There's also like that, that feeling of obligation of having to show up all the time every day and always be on social media. And I really like to check out and get out in the woods, but I'm like, okay, well, well let's batch it. Let's make this easy. Let's, let's go and get a bunch of photos done. You know, I work with photographers. It'll be easy to find somebody and um, we'll, we'll do Instagram. We'll just schedule it out. And I could not find more than four photographers anywhere who really understood what I needed as an entrepreneur. And that's when the light bulb went off, like, oh my goodness, this is awesome. Because like, yeah, they can, there's thousands who take beautiful photos, but the ones who really understood what I needed for the strategy behind it and who could really tell stories and images. Um, so that, because professional photos are nice, but if they don't have the strategy and the storytelling behind them, they're never going to capture attention. And marketing is all about capturing attention. When you can capture attention in a split second, then they dive in and they read the content and they engage with the content or they watch the video. It's, you've got to have that image to grab them. And so nobody was communicating that they understood this. And so light bulb went off. I went to my photographers and I said, we're going to, you know, there's this new thing. You should do it. And I ended up launching a beta course on personal brand photography and just totally niche down into that. That was just over two years ago. And I basically, I teach a six week course on how to pivot a photography business into personal brand photography. Everything from explaining who the clients are, what kind of web assets you need, what the workflow should look like to how do you actually take a photo that's gonna help an entrepreneur grow their audience and actually get more clients instead of just look good. You know, like, yes, they should look good, but also you should have that strategy piece. And then the marketing, how do you actually do this? How do you price it? How do you find clients? How do you get more clients? Um, and then on the back end of that, people wanted to continue working with me and I didn't have anything and I didn't want to do high-end coaching. And so I started a membership where we do um, laser coaching sessions. They're 15 minute sessions. I release one to the group per week so people can sign up for them. We record them. 
and then we share them with the group. And so I've got the course, I've got a membership. And the only other thing that I really focus on selling is a contract that photographers can use with their clients. And that's where I've been for the last two years. And I've loved it. It's grown really fast. We went from this launch model and this, um, you know, big event type thing to just switching over to an evergreen model. And then the virus hit the US and everybody realized how serious it was and everything shut down. I literally launched my evergreen funnel the day <laughs> after it all shut down. And my, I mean, my income dropped like 80%. And I went into like frantic work mode because that's what I do when I, when I try and, you know, work harder, work smarter, work, you know, do everything you possibly can. And it, it wasn't helping because there was so much fear photographers couldn't shoot. And so it's already a hard time for photographers for many of them have had the winter season and spring and summer is when they get to start working with clients again, or a lot of people put sessions off until the weather's nicer and they couldn't. So money's already tight in spring. But then it was really tight. So even though I was still helping some of them book clients through this funnel, most of them were hanging out of their money and rightly so. So I've basically had to take some time to sit down and say, you know, a year from now, when I look back on this time, um, what's the truest and most beautiful story of how I could have handled it that I want to be able to have lived? And that's a question that I modified from Glennon Doyle from her book, Untamed but I modified it for business. And I just, I just took an entire evening and kind of reflected on that and journaled because I was getting sucked into the story of, oh, we're going to lose everything. Our income is way lower. Like, how can we go on? And I, I had to rewrite it and say, okay, what do I want to be? And it's like, I want to inspire and I want to use this time to really reevaluate where I am, what I'm passionate about, what I want to, you know, what else could I do? Like what, what might be fun to try since working harder doesn't, bring more income in right now. And so, um, you know, I'm doing what I need to, to sustain. I'm definitely not dropping the personal brand photography stuff. Cause I do enjoy that very much. And I know and believe that there's going to be more online entrepreneurs than ever once this is over. So it's going to be really good for photographers. But, um, but in the meantime, I'm just, I'm, you know, applied for all the help that you can get out there, which is given me a little bit of a cushion, um, not a ton, but at least enough to be able to sit back and say, okay, well, what can I do that one will inspire people, but also share some of the other stuff that I don't share. So um, I'm going to probably next week because I'm a crazy quick start and I fully believe that done is better than perfect and that we can create something better together versus just me trying to make it and shove it on people. Uh, I'm going to be launching a beta course teaching how I build culture in my business and really create clients who want to tell all their friends about you and really have this shared identity and feel like they're a part of a bigger movement and not just a buyer, if that makes sense. So that's where I'm at right now. We'll see. I'm like still trying to like scribble out the framework and get everything ready to go so that I can actually launch this, but uh, it's not going to be perfect, but it's going to be really fun. So that's where I'm headed. Amy, I love that you said done is better than perfect. Um, I'm wondering, do you have fear like <laughs> of failure? I, I, I don't hear fear of failure in done better than perfect. But for me, I'm sitting here thinking like, of course it's going to be awesome because Jamie, but if I had to do it, I, I would be like, well, I'll try it, but it might suck and then I'll be really sad. So tell me, do you fear like, what if it doesn't go well? Or are you like, what if it's all good? I'll just do something else. 
Yeah, well, I mean, there's a little, the nice thing about this is that I know I've got a successful business when this isolation stuff isn't going on. And I know that everything is going to pick back up when that's done. And so, or I assume I'm trusting that maybe it won't, but for now I have no reason not to believe it's not going to work right when I'm done. And so that takes away a lot of the pressure. You know, part of the reason I hadn't gone into this sooner, even though I've loved this topic, I have geeked out with friends over this topic for months, maybe even two years, three years. It's just something that I love. Um, But I, I, there's some freedom in that. It's like, well, I don't have this huge audience in the entrepreneur space. It's not really meant for photographers. It's a totally different audience. Well, why not try? I mean, if I get two people, those two people are going to get one crazy experience with me. Like we're going to work. <laughs> I mean, for real. Maybe Sarah, right? and me. <laughs> Maybe Sarah and I will be your two people. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll at least be your two people. <laughs> but that's that's kind of how I look at it is, you know, it's this right now can be a really beautiful opportunity. And I know there's stress and there's, I mean, I'm not saying I'm immune to the stress and the fear and whatever, but I have learned that if I operate from a place of fear, I just make terrible decisions and Mm I, I don't make decisions that are really going to set me up for success. You know, like I, if I'm afraid that it's not going to work, so I'm not going to put any money into marketing or what, and I don't do a lot for a beta. Like normally what I like to do is the same amount of money that I would make if I sell one person into the course when I beta something just so like, you know, like this is going to be four ninety nine. So I'll probably take $500 and make that my ad budget and run a few ads, not a lot, just a few, you know, and I'm willing to let go of one. So I'll break even. If I only have one person in it, then that person and I, we're going to meet, we're going to make it amazing. And I'm still committed to serving just one person. It's okay. It's a beta thing, but that might also show me that either I need to switch my messaging or, you know, I need to change how I market or, you know, it just, I have, I don't, there's fear. There's always fear. Like the day two, like I'll put it out there and you know, very few people respond on the first day. Usually it's all the last day. And that second day, I don't care how many times I've sold something or launched something. I don't care how many times I've done enrollment and I've, you know, I've had over a thousand people take my other course, you know, the story session system. And when that day two comes along, when I have it like an open cart period, I am always like, everybody hates me. This is never going to go. Nobody's going to sign up. It's just natural when we put ourselves out there vulnerably to feel that, like, I call it the hinge moment. It's like you put, you, you know, you're, you're kind of, the door could swing open or it could swing closed. You don't really know what's going to happen, but it's just so like uncertain and like vulnerable. You just, you're on that hinge. And I know the next, you know, you just keep going and the last day it's going to be like, woo, woo, we did this. But like, it's just, it's scary. And so I try and not have expectations as much as possible coming in because when you have those expectations, that's what, that's what causes a lot of that disappointment. Like if I was expecting a thousand people in a beta course, I'm going to be disappointed. If I'm just expecting one or two people to come in and help me make something amazing, well, then I'm going to hopefully crush it, you know, I'd be excited. But if I just, if I come into this, just saying, I'm just going to try it. If it doesn't work, that means I try something else or I shift my messaging or I, I find something people actually want, you know? So I have fear, but I've been doing this long enough to know, and I've failed. I've absolutely failed. But you learn more from the failure than you do from the successes. And you, 
it's not as scary. I don't, you, you learn that your value isn't defined by the failures, or at least I've had to learn that. That's been the hard lesson. And um, yeah, I don't know if that helps a lot, but it's just some point you have to do it. If you don't take action, you don't do anything. You've got to just keep moving and you can't move a parked car, you know, and, and it is scary to think that, oh my gosh, like this could be a failure. And what will people say? Whatever. You just, at some point you just got to say, well, oh, well, like I'll never reach my dreams if I don't try. And if I try and it fails then we try something else or we pivot again, or, you know, I think a lot of this is being flexible and just knowing what, you know, I'm not afraid of not being able to help people get results because this is something that I've done. I, I'm more afraid of not being able to communicate it well to them. Um, not really afraid, but more that's, that's why I love the betas is because then I, I find the places where things aren't clear and then I have to try and explain it again and like, Oh, okay. So you didn't understand that. Let me try and explain it in a different way. And it helps me make better content. Um, it helps me build more relationships. It helps me really truly understand what people need in order to get results. And I'm doing it to help people get results. So, you know, it's just, it's a win, win, win. Like, no, it's not perfect. But even if I thought it was perfect and launched it, it wouldn't be perfect either. So why not come into it just saying, Hey, here's what it is. We're going to figure it out together. But then I can serve so much more and I can, I can be reactive. So I love it. I'm excited about it. We'll see if we get many people in. So at least it'll be you guys, I guess. <laughs> we don't even know the price yet. And we're like, well, we're there. <laughs> it's there. It's out there. Um, I am just sitting here grinning because this is so, so we scheduled this podcast before COVID hit and mm -hmm. it's, it's just amazing. Um, it's just amazing to sit here and think, I am so blessed that your message about, because I had mentioned to you over two years ago, I had said, I really wish that you would teach this to entrepreneurs as a whole and not just <clears throat> geared towards the photography industry. And, uh, and you were like, well, no, I'm really focused on photographers right now. And now you have to, you have to. And I just, I see this as, um, I just see this as the start of something really, really amazing. I mean, awesome. you've been doing amazing things. Like you are a big name in the photography industry. And I think people need to realize that like Jamie is a big name in the photography industry and to take what you, the knowledge you have there and make it explode into all the people who are not photographers is just, I'm just really blessed and thankful Aww, um, you, to one, be one of the first people to like publicly <laughs> hear about this. <laughs> I'm like cheerleading for you. I'm like, hey, go. <laughs> um, but then also to have this conversation with you before before it starts and everything. And I think it's gonna go amazing. I yeah. I think it's gonna go amazing. And then on I the other on the other hand too, um, Jen and I have been working on creating our own training and we are definitely stuck in that perfectionistic mode. We have been, we've been building this since January okay. and we are not, <laughs> uh, we cannot get it done. We are so, it has to be perfect. And it is, what is it that you're working on. That's getting you stuck. I'm coaching you. I should just stop. <laughs> no, no. Tell us, tell us. <laughs> Oh, no. go ahead, Sarah. What, what are you stuck on? What's not done that would need to be done before you launch? We are creating um, a, uh, a, a course that teaches um, businesses how to podcast. Okay. Awesome. And we have our sales funnel done. We have our, Jen's a teacher. Uh -huh. So she has a teaching background. So she's put the outline together and I have it all 
right here uh -huh. are outlines and everything that I need to be teaching and stuff. And it's, I need to record the videos. I do need to record the videos and then we need to launch it. And uh -huh. I just want everything to be perfect. So we keep going over all the materials because we have a bunch of free <laughs> PDFs and that our graphic designer has put together and our uh, one, another marketing person on our team has written a ton of content um, to add an extra free value. Um, mm -hmm. And we just are nuancing it. We just keep going over and over and over again and nuancing it. And we even have people saying, when you release it, we want to know. Yes. And the crazy thing is I was building our website for it. We have like a, a landing page for it. And I was on there this morning and I cannot get the blue to be the exact right hexadecimal number and it is driving me mad it's like off a little bit and i just keep thinking we can't launch while these blues don't match but maybe, maybe we actually can i don't know i don't know i just keep thinking like it has to be perfect but maybe the blues don't have to match i mean that's that's the nitty-gritty that we're down to is like these blues are off a little bit so what's the fear that's actually making you want the blues to be perfect? What's the fear I want it to be, that's serving you? Yeah, yeah it's, it's because I think somebody's going to look at it and be like, well, their blues don't match. And not take that's a perfect. definitely what I would it think. It will fail. And yeah, and I'll, I'll so, be like, Yeah, go we've ahead, put sir. so much weight into this. Like, we've paid, like, if we were building this for someone else, it probably would be a twenty dollars to $25,000 project. Hmm. Mm -hmm. um, with all the time and energy we've put into it. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, we've worked so hard on something. Yes. We don't want it to fail. And the reason we're even doing it is to meet goals. Like Jen would like to be full time. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're trying to build something where we can grow Banowitz marketing. And so mm -hmm. there's this weight of, this isn't just for fun. This is for us to accomplish our dream. Right. right. <laughs> if it doesn't work, you don't, get this accomplishment that you're looking for you don't bring so like there's disappointment that you'd have to face yes. right yes so yes you to like fight the color blue right throwing it out there and just saying let's do this together yeah you know like, <laughs> whenever i find myself hesitating or getting stuck on that stuff i just have to yeah. say okay what is really serving me in this fear like yeah. what is it that not launching makes possible for me to feel comfortable about does that make sense it's hard to communicate yes. but like yeah and normally it comes down to, oh, I won't be judged or, oh, I won't have to face this failure or, yes. oh, well, if this doesn't work, this is the meaning I've attached to it, which I don't want to have to like risk. You know, it's easier right. to say, well, I've just never done it. So I'm not going to fail or it's not going to, you know, whatever. So this is all I, I mean, this is, well, most of this is blank paper, but um, I have, I have scribbles. It's not even like outlined. It's just like, this is what I'm doing the plan. And it's, just trying to get crap out of my head and figure out even a framework. There'll be no website. There'll be an order form. There will be no sales page. It is an order form. It will be a video maybe and a podcast for sure. And that might be it. It'll be a Facebook group where I do the videos live. And if it's like the beta course for the personal brand photography, I did the outline usually 20 minutes before I went live scribbled like, Oh my gosh, right now. You know, I had the big yes. form. But what happened was, <laughs> as I was doing it, I would do a lesson, and then people would ask questions. Yeah. And it was like, oh, I need to add this in, or that's what the next lesson should be. I thought it should be this. 
Like, you know, I'd have lesson one, lesson two over here, but really they needed lesson one and a half in the middle because otherwise the lesson two would never make sense. And so I knew, like my goal was to, instead of giving people everything I knew, which is what I did with Market Talk, which was marketing for photographers, where people would get stuck the third weekend because it was all of web design and SEO, like everything I knew about that and content marketing in one module, one of six modules, you know, like I had these massive crazy modules and it was phenomenal, but people would never finish. They would get stuck because yeah. there was so much to do. And I wanted to explain the why. And I think in part it was yeah. to show my authority. Um, and I thought they needed it, but there's so much information out there now that I've totally shifted into what's the minimum amount of stuff I can give people to help them get a result. Like they don't care about all the different kinds of softwares that could, you know, the email list providers, they don't care that there's like a hundred of them. I don't need to compare and contrast. I just need to say, here's what I recommend. Here's the strategy you should use. Here's, here's the minimum amount of stuff you need to do. And it's a totally different mindset because we think that people want everything, but nobody uh -huh. has time anymore. We don't have the attention. And so if I can give them a script and say, post this and you're going to book clients and you don't have to think about it, like they're thrilled because they got what they wanted with as little work as possible. And so that's the part, that's what all this paper that I'm sifting through is there's a ton of junk that I do and it's phenomenally effective, but what is the minimum that I need to teach that will make it as fast and easy as possible for people to get through it? For them to understand it and start getting results because that's what we want we want shortcuts right. you know but not like i'm doing this wrong shortcut like i just want the clearest simplest right. path the the big stuff that really matters and it's it's changed everything it's definitely got more people to actually do and finish the story session system that i put together but it also has gotten results better because they're not wasting time doing stuff that doesn't matter keeping busy so they don't have to actually be successful does that make sense? Well, that not only does that make sense, but as someone who did both Market Talk, which was pre-recorded lessons that you logged in and did, and the personal branding beta course. Um, which was all live. <laughs> and I didn't finish Market Talk. I took, I didn't finish it. I did the personal branding beta course. Mm -hmm. um, and so I can tell the difference. So what you're saying, it does make sense. I've been the benefactuary beneficiary mm -hmm. of uh -huh. that. And then also what I, I now remember um, thinking, you were talking about whether you, at the time, whether you do a beta course or you just take this time to get it all ready. I needed that course right then. That's why I signed up for the beta course was because I remember I was um, with my husband at a hotel right between Christmas and New Year's that year that you, were, that you started talking about the beta course and your live video popped up and I was like putting on my makeup and listening to it. And I was like, I need this. And you were trying to decide if you were going to like release it as a beta or wait. And I'm yeah. like, no, I need this right now. I need you to do this as a beta course. And then as uh -huh. I did it, I'm like, I am so thankful she just went ahead and did it as a beta course because it would have taken you six months to come up with something formalized, I'm sure, because- That really, wouldn't have been as good. Yeah. And, and I needed it then six months later, it would have been too late for me because I was, I started Banowitz marketing on January 15th. Just, mm -hmm. I literally started Banowitz marketing and, and launched Banowitz marketing while taking your beta course. And so I was actually implementing the things that you were telling me to do at the moment to start Banowitz marketing. And it like, it really gave me a strong, a very strong start. 
Yeah. Well, and you know, there, I, I wasn't planning on doing a beta course cause I used to be a perfectionist, which is why everything was pre-recorded with Marketog and the pretty branding and all the stuff. And I thought I needed that to have the authority, but really you just need to set proper expectations. If you tell people, Hey, I'm doing this live because I want to figure it out. I want you to be a part. People love this part of what I'm going to teach, but people love to feel like they've actually played a part in creating something. They'll actually help spread the word about it when it's done if they know that they contributed in a way that actually shaped the content. Sure. And so the beta courses, the videos were a little, a lot longer. I think they're closer to like half an hour to 40 minutes a day. And then when I, what I did is I took that, I had money to invest because I had charged people up front, right? And so I took that money. I hired a team to help me manage the group's questions because so many questions were coming through. Um, we had 167 people go through it. I think we had like, it was insane. It was like 16,000 comments within the first couple of weeks. And so I couldn't even keep up with all the questions. So they actually were grabbing all the questions and categorizing them for me and saying, Hey, this has been asked like four times. Can you do something? Cause I couldn't keep up with everything. And so I had money to help like actually manage the group. And then also they took and they, they audited the content so that when I went to redo it again, I, I replayed it one more time because I didn't have time to actually redo the lessons. But then in summer, a few months later, I had money to hire a video team. And I had this beautiful, succinct outline where I could do much shorter, more succinct lessons because I had had those conversations and I knew where people were getting stuck. I knew what questions were coming up that I needed to clarify. I knew what people didn't really need or do that I could pull out that wasn't necessary. And it was, it was a beautiful collaborative experience that, you know, it's so much better to have the money. If, if you, if somebody wants to do this, they don't want to invest $25,000 before they make a penny. Why not make 70 grand and then use that to invest and to make it better? Cause then it's not like taking out debt. It's not risky. And you know that people actually want it as opposed to, you know, I originally thought about launching a higher end coaching membership. So I said, Hey, I'm thinking about, maybe you remember this, Sarah or Jennifer. I think it was after that one where you, your course, Jennifer, but I had said, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. It would be like 200 bucks a month or some, or 299 a month, small cohort, very hands-on. I said, but I need 20 people to make it worth doing. I think we had eight. So I said, okay, not going to do it. Like, great. You know, now I know you guys don't want the high end membership because we had had a few hundred people at that point go through it. And so if only eight are interested, then that's a bad offer. It's not bad or wrong. It's just, I would have invested in building a website and, and nobody would have bought. Now instead it's like, oh, okay, well the next time I ran it, I'm like, how else could we do this? And the new laser coaching method of doing it where not everyone gets a coaching session, but they can apply for a spot. And if they get, you know, we, it was different. It was a totally different, much easier, much less hands-on intensive for me, but still very helpful for people kind of model. Um, that worked really well. People were, I mean, I had 30% of the people who are alumni and through the course sign up for it. So that's, that's a win, you know? So it's like, Oh, eight out of a few hundred versus 30% is a massive shift. And so that's what you can, when you beta course, you put things out there and say, Hey, it's not perfect yet. Here's, I'm thinking about doing this. Are you interested? You'll know, you'll know really fast and it'll save you a lot of mistakes and it'll help you keep that momentum going. And so, you know, it just makes it easier that way. Podcasting, you know, there's people who need help with podcasting. How can you get it to them faster? How can you really make it happen so you can have some of this money to invest back into your business to bring Jennifer in full time or, you know, whatever you want to do. So it's exciting. It's scary. 
I get excited by this stuff now because I, I've done it enough to know that like, it's all about the offer and knowing what people need and getting a quick win. You know, people I do- think that those are good points because I think we've been waiting just for perfection. And again, you said done is better than perfect. So maybe this is when we start to launch, we say, this is our first course that we're offering. Join in and enjoy the ride. And I think that that's for me sets the expectations and that feels good. You know, that feels, that feels like a win automatically. Yeah. I mean, Sarah, it will force you to do the content Yeah, every day and do a video and people prefer having access to you as opposed to just watching you on a video. That's true. They get that relationship with you. They get that conversation with you and then you can take those and make it into something much more succinct. But there's something really special. The beta course model is such a beautiful method of doing things. It's just a really neat... Uh, There's a book called um, The Power of Moments by Heath and Heath, Dan and Chip Heath, they're brothers. And it talks about um, shared experiences and how they really build um, that connection with each other, with other people. It's the kind of things that you remember. And a beta course is an experience. It's not a course. It's like a conversation. It's not just a one way information dump. It's literally dynamic. And so that's why it's so powerful. They're usually less expensive. You know, they do have to spend more time doing it because you are going to be figuring it out. Might not be as polished, but a lot of people really love. And I think more and more people are moving towards that, having that interaction and that conversation the access to you to be able to really figure it out. So I don't know. I mean, you could, I really think you guys have plenty. You could launch it today if you wanted to, you know, like, which I can see you're both laughing, but it's really like, we actually could, especially if we did Facebook videos, live Facebook, but a recorded, we have everything. We're all just waiting on me recording these videos. (laughs) So do it live and record them live and then go back in summer and make more succinct versions of them. There you go, Jen. There you go, You're never going to invite me back again. (laughs) You're amazing. You're amazing. Okay. So we need to wrap up. So to wrap up, I would love our listeners to get, um, I know that you don't have like your succinct sales offer yet or anything like that, but for next steps, you're going to be launching launching this beta course for entrepreneurs. Give us a brief overview and then where should they go to find it? Like, should they just go to your Facebook profile or where should they go next to find out about it since you don't have a sales page yet? (laughs) Uh, I don't have a website. I don't have an opt-in. I don't have an email list for them to join. I don't really have a Facebook page dedicated to this. Look at all the things I don't have that I know you tell all your clients to have. (laughs) And we have so much faith in you, Jamie, that we are both like, oh, it's going to be great though. We know it's going to be great. (laughs) Beta launching. Okay, so the best place to go would be to my podcast right now and subscribe because I'm actually talking behind the scenes of what I'm doing to launch this. Like you guys are hearing a little bit of it here, but how am I launching something new to, with literally no audience? So it's called Personal Brand Journey with Jamie M. Swanson. It's on all the podcast players. Um, you can also go to pbrand.me and that'll take you to the podcast page itself. But um, yeah, that follow there. Eventually when I have an opt-in or whatever, I'll be able to share, but it's going to be teaching how do you do these kinds of, um, well, 
the podcast teaches the behind the scenes launching of a beta course, but the course itself is going to be about building this culture, building the Sarahs and Jens that just like adore you so much and believe that everything you do is amazing. Um, and really building that connection, not just with you, but with the community and the greater purpose of what you're doing in your business. So helping create a movement around your business for that'll help market for you. Like, it's just, it's more than just making money. It's like, how do you actually, like, I want to save the photography industry. I genuinely believe that personal brand photography is the future of the photography industry. And so that's my deeper purpose there. And people get behind that. They want to be part of that. They want to help their friends and their colleagues in the industry and they, they want it for themselves. So like it's teaching all this stuff. It's not very succinct, still working on the messaging, but it's how you build this, this identity that people can assume they can take this identity on and really become a part of a movement that's bigger than themselves that's going to make their lives better but also gives them the opportunity to help make other people's lives better as well so teaching all that that's not very succinct it'll get you more sales it'll help your retention stay it'll it'll help you have this crazy community of people who follow you even if they don't do photography because they're that bought into what you do and you know whatever it is so is that clear? I know I said more about it earlier when we were off the record, but <laughs> and I recorded that too, so we can we can drop in those pieces. Um, I I I think it's I think it's great. And if anyone's listening and you know Jen or I and you don't know Jamie yet, um, seriously, uh, Jen and I are very our lives have been impact, impacted by Jamie's teaching, and Jen's a teacher, so um, she knows good teaching, and Aww. Jamie's great at teaching. So yeah. It has been a blessing to have you on, Jamie. Thank you so much for being on the Banowitz Marketing Podcast. Well, thank you for having me. It's always fun to get like talked up. You guys are the best. <laughs> <laughs> well, you deserve it. You deserve it. Oh, well, you guys are wonderful too. I've been, it's been so fun to see how you've taken this and just ran with it and been growing and how you're serving your clients. It's great. Thank you. It is really cool to have two of your students working together to grow something. So I love it. I love seeing my people connect with each other. So. And you're mine. I have claimed you as mine, just so you know. <laughs> we'll, let you we'll let you claim us. <laughs> so, um, it, so as I close this out, um, just make sure that you like and subscribe to all of our pages, both Jamie's and Banowitz Marketing's. And, um, and we will talk to you later. Thanks for joining us for this podcast. Bye.